just like you, Jesus. I want to pray like you. want to love like you. I want to look like you, just like you, Jesus. Welcome to Magnified Word Broadcast with Bishop Chris Quinston Addo, a son of the prophet, Darkie Wood Mills. Teaching the nations with signs, wonders, and prophetic manifestations, He's currently the senior pastor of the Captain of Salvation Cathedral, Kaswa Nyinyano Kokraba. Now on today's message. Just put your trust in God alone and rest upon His word for everything, oh everything, just everything is possible with God. For the last time, nothing is impossible. Nothing is impossible when you put your trust in God. Nothing is impossible. Nothing is impossible when you trust in His word. Oh, I to the voice of God. Is there anything to help? Just put your trust in God alone and rest upon. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, once again, we thank you for such a wonderful day. A day that has begun with a lot of rain. We receive it as your blessing. I pray that this morning, everyone that is watching and those who are here will receive this engrafted word of God that is able to save their soul. Use me to be a blessing to your people. In Jesus' mighty name. And God's people in this winter, say Amen. Those who said, hey man, you are going to America soon. <laughs> Hallelujah. Please take your seat. You can be in Ghana and you're enjoying American weather. Wow. Today's weather is very cold. And most of you are forced to be in church. Amen. Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 4 through to 9. I'm preaching about loving God. Loving God. Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 4 to 9. Loving God. Anywhere you see in the Bible, and the Bible says Israel, Israel means God's people. Until we are new covenant Israel. Amen. So I said amen. amen. Ho 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 ho. When preaching is going on, people should not be selling. Not acceptable. Alright? Okay. Bible says that here. Oh, Israel, hear, oh, this church, the Lord our God is one Lord, and thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thine heart, and with all thy soul, and with all thy might. 
Somebody say amen. amen. And these words which I command thee this day shall be in thine heart. Am I moving faster than the screen? Verse 7. And thou shalt teach them diligently unto thy children, and shalt talk of them when thou sittest in thine house, and when thou walkest by the way, and when thou liest down, and when thou risest up. Verse 8. And thou shalt bind them for a sign upon thine hand, and they shall be as frontlets between thine eyes, and thou shalt write them upon the post of thy house and on thy gates. Obinka, Amen. God says that we should love him and he used Moses to speak to the church. A lot of people say they love God but the truth of the matter is that God doesn't think we love him or most of us love him. And that is why this morning God wants me to talk about loving him. Because there are some blessings that come into your life when you love God. What do you mean? Yeah. How many want to know those blessings? So let's look at the blessings that come when you love God and then we'll know what it means to love God. So number one blessing, I'm sharing three blessings that come when you love God. Okay. There are more, but I'll just share three. Number one, John chapter 14, verse 21. Bible says in John chapter 14, John is in the New Testament. Page 624. John chapter 14, verse 21. He that has my commandments and keepeth them, he it is that loveth me, and he that loveth me shall be loved of my Father, and I will love him and will manifest myself to him. Somebody say amen. So you see here, he's talking about those that love God. And he says that those who love God, what will happen is that, this is Jesus speaking, he will love them. If you love God, Jesus will love you. And then number two, he says that, and the Father will love you. Actually, the first, he says, the Father will love you, and then he will love you. And then the last part, which is the blessing, is that, and will manifest, and I will manifest myself to him or to her. And the word manifest if I have to use something to explain, the best, the best example I can give <laughs> is like when you take a young couple, you see, fresh one, yeah, who have just gotten married in our church. The assumption is that before they married, they have been desiring to enjoy themselves. I can't wait to marry you. I can't wait to marry you. I can't wait to marry you. I mean, if, if it's a real, they like themselves kind of scenario. I can't wait to be in your arms, so it's okay. Is it not true? When you are younger, you know, I can't wait to be in your arms. I can't wait to be in your arms. Like that, so I can't wait to be in your arms. I can't wait to be in your arms. I can't wait to lie in your bosom. 
I can't wait to put my head on your on your on your on your what? <laughs> yeah, lady pastor. What yeah, I can't wait to put my, my head on you. Those who don't understand what I'm saying, it's a, a beautiful thing. You revive, you understand. You, so they keep saying all those things. And then sometimes the guy wants to touch you. Sometimes when you see two people who are in love, when they're hugging, the hugging is different. <clears throat> Am I talking to a church or I'm talking to a political party? <laughs> my daughter, come. Let me use you as an example. This is my first daughter. Come, don't be shy. Don't be shy. When anytime I come from, that's my, my biological daughter, so don't think. Um, anytime I come from work, Bishop, which work? Hey. <laughs> the first thing. She had me. That's why she had me for a long time. That's because she's seen her loving daddy. Now, as you mean, God forbid with what I'm going to say. But as you mean, one day, she has a beloved. And the beloved must, this is just by the way, the, the beloved of my daughter should be able to quote 124 scriptures. <laughs> I'm giving a warning before it gets there. How many agree with what I've just said? Actually, all the daughters in this church, before you come and then tell me that bishop, I want to, you must quote one hundred and something scriptures. You are joking. So now these two people, boy and girl. They wish to hug themselves. Sometimes they, they feel tempted to even kiss themselves. Sometimes they feel like having sex. Sometimes they are just sending messages. They, but Christ don't teach. They are not able to. But it's like, Charlie, they are having imaginations. I can't wait to, you know. And then that day, the bishop comes and then blesses their marriage. The day I say, and I join Kabna and uh, Abna in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit as a husband and wife. And then we we'll say, Amen. That makes them husband and wife. What it means is that now they have the license to do all the things that they were thinking of. Including everything. Especially the hidden parts of your life that you could not expose to each other including sex thank god the children are up there because what is sex sex is a process where you have to remove yourselves so that you can see your <laughs> the preaching is becoming difficult <laughs> Yeah. So what it tells is that now, thank God I'm not using interpretation. It would have been very difficult to say some other thing. It, you know, now what it means is that now the man can, after they have left here, as we have all gone to sleep, they have gone to a hotel somewhere. 
because we teach them after you have left the church, go to a hotel and have what is called honeymoon. At the honeymoon, the husband and wife who had desired to have sex but have been told not to, for the very first time, they see you have to remove yourself and they come naked and say, Ha! Banana. She also said, this is a beautiful tangerine. They begin to admire. And then, so Chris, are you not swelling the church? No, I'm preaching. I'm preaching. I am preaching. I say I'm preaching. Mom, with our dreams, those who usually think like that, you are rather natural. And then that day, they begin to see themselves. What is happening? They are manifesting themselves. Manifest, just say, something that you could not have access to. Now, you can have access to. Let me tell you something. The reason why I gave you that description is, Jesus is like, Bible says that we are the church. The church is the bride, and Jesus is the bridegroom. See, Jesus, what is that man? He is like the man, and we are like the lady. And Jesus wants to expose some things to us, but we cannot have access to because we don't love him. We don't love the father. But the day you get to the point where the father begins to say, this guy loves me, he begins to, Jesus begins to manifest. Somebody is a practical. So some of you, you are a Christian, but you, are not, you don't love God, so you don't see Jesus manifesting himself. Well, Jesus wants you to see something. So one of the benefits of loving God is that Jesus manifests himself to you. Number two, Another blessing that you get when you love God is First Corinthians chapter two, verse nine. First Corinthians chapter two, verse nine. Bible says, and this is very, very important scripture. You got to take note of. He said, "But as it is written, I has not seen, nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which." Has prepared for them that love him. Adam, amen. For them that love him. I has not seen. That means that there are some things that God has prepared for you and me if we love him. That our eyes have. I have not seen. What you have seen is nothing yet. Ear had not heard. Neither has it entered into the heart of man. Those things. Can you imagine the things? I can't imagine it. Who would have thought that Lighthouse Chapel International today, which is UD, would be in 94 nations within 30 years? Look at you, very bad boy. Who would have thought that you become a pastor one day? And thousands of people will be following you to church. Who would have thought so? Who would have thought that there's coming a time that when we come to church, you have packed your nice four-wheel drive. 
Who am I talking to? Who would have thought? There are some things you cannot think about now, but God has those. He can do it for you. Who would have thought? There are some people I wish they would share their testimony. Who would have thought that you have come from such a low state and God has lifted you to such a high state? Who would have thought? But God has all these things for us who love him. May you love God. And then number three blessing, as I am going into what it means to love God, is Romans chapter 8, verse 28. Very important scripture. Romans 8, 28. If you are in the church and you don't write notes, you are not a good Christian. A good Christian writes notes. A good student writes notes. So learn it. And we know that all things work together. Now let me emphasize here. And we know that all things, can you underline all things? All things, all things. And we know that all things work together. Now take note of the phrase, all things. I will come back. Ah, who is at the, behind the thing? Fastus. Fastus means baby fast. <laughs> all things. Okay, now have you taken note of all things? Now let's go to Ephesians chapter 5 verse 20. And we'll come back here. Ephesians 5.20. Thank you for the underlining. Ephesians 5.20. Look at it. Bible says in Ephesians chapter 5 verse 20, giving thanks always for all things. Take note of the phrase all things. Giving thanks always for all things. And recently when we were praying, I remember I mentioned it in the Antibritish that all things means both good and bad. And you are born in your mother, you are born if you, God forbid, but if you fall into fire, what do you have to do? According to this scripture, you give thanks. If you pass your exams, I can't hear you. If somebody dashes you hundred gun after church, thanks to who? Yes. You have to give thanks to the person. Praise God. But I have to give thanks to God for using the person to give me 100 Ghana. I'm reading the Bible. Giving thanks always for all things unto God. So when, when your money, your 100 Ghana gets lost, what do you have to do? Those are not minding me. <laughs> If you get to church and your nose mask is lost, what do you have to do? Is this not a nice scripture? Is it a nice scripture? It's not too nice. When especially negative things are happening. Your brother is dead. Huh? You don't want to mind me again. Me too, I'll stop preaching you. I said, your brother is dead. And I'm going to show you why you must give thanks. Your mind is not God's mind. Your ways are not God's ways. There's a reason why God said that give thanks. Even, look, the MP that is dead, what should we do? 
Hey, I think I'm preaching. You are not minding me. I said the MP that is dead. You are looking at me. You mind me. You mind me. As a nation, what do we have to do? But it's a difficult thing to believe it. That is why I'm showing you. This thing is not for everybody. If you don't qualify, don't give thanks for bad things. And today I'm showing you because some of you, you you just insult God in your head. Even as I'm saying, what do you have to do? Some of you are not minding me. Do you know why you are not minding me? Because you don't qualify. You don't qualify. Those who qualify, they give thanks even for bad things. Pastor Richard, don't want some more. Michelle, don't want some more. Yeah. If today you woke up and because of the rain, your whole room is wet, what do you have to do? I can't feel you. What do you have to do? Even if this is all I have to say today, I think God is speaking to us. But I'm not done. Get it well. So he said that giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. So for all things. Now let me explain this. You see, if you take, let's say, um, stew. Okay, like our gravy stew. What are some of the things that will go into making a gravy stew? Tomatoes? Oil? Well, one can be not only yet. Don't, don't. Somebody, I'm talking about gravy, gravy stew. Someone is in Kotomri. Why can you mention Kotomri? Who is serious? And Kotomri, pa! Oh! Let's talk about gravy, tomatoes, oil, and what? Onion. Pepper. Please take note. So we have oil, we have tomatoes, we have onion, we have pepper, pepper, and what? We have garlic, salt, maggi, what? Fish powder. Fish powder. And what? Would you want to add some tuna? Or salmon? So let's, let's mention the main ones. So like oil, um, onion, tomatoes, pepper, fish powder, salt. Now let me ask you a question. How many of you can just take oil and drink it? The oil for the dinner, for the stew we are going to do. You can just take it and. How many? How many? You don't think far. You, you, you don't think. Please, I'm preaching to all of you, so mind me. How many won't do that? Okay, so only one or two will do that. I think they are called, isn't it? So, praise God. Number two. How many would easily take, you can take onion and eat it? I mean, you can. I mean, lift, lift your hand well. 
Okay, how many cannot or will not? Men for you, we are doing, I'm teaching, so <laughs> how many will not and cannot? Okay. What about garlic? How many will try and then you can eat garlic? Okay. How many will not and cannot? Beautiful. How many would can easily take tomatoes? <laughs> oh, let me see your hand properly. If you are to take tomatoes, it's not a problem. Let me see your hand. Look, let me tell you something. Though my eyes here, I can see all here. So those who are not responding, I'm looking at you. Respond because I'm teaching something. As you respond, your heart is connected to mine. I say, how many can eat tomatoes if you have to eat tomatoes? Okay. How many cannot? You cannot. Okay. How many can easily flow with salt? <laughs> I don't know why you're laughing. <laughs> How many can flow with salt? I mean, salt alone, you can eat it. How many cannot? Almost the whole church cannot. Okay, the last one. How many can, whether it's fish you want to use or fish powder, I mean, something to do with enam. How many can eat it raw? You see, all of you, your hands are up. Okay, now let me explain the reason why I was asking the question. You see, some of the things we lifted our hands, some we did not. The ones you, you lifted your hand for, it's like the things that happen in your life that you like. The ones you did not lift your hand for are like the things that happen in your life you don't like. So for example, if I asked you tomatoes and you said yes, I can eat. That means tomatoes is like having some good news in your life, some breakthrough in your life, some promotion in your life, which you enjoy. Or giving birth. That's beautiful. But what you don't like, like pepper, could be some, something dear to you that has gotten lost. Something dear to you that has, has gone. Which you, you don't enjoy. But it's gone. And Bible says that, God says that, give thanks for all things. Now imagine God as the one who is cooking. So he has tomatoes, pepper, oil, onion, garlic, salt, fish. And then he, God, says that, tell him, give me thanks, give God thanks, clap, clap for God. The first means that give him thanks for all the things that he has. Now, he, God, is going to pour, I don't know how the sauce is done, but you pour the oil inside. Pour the onion inside. Is it working? Pour the what? Pepper and tomatoes. I'm going to say pepper, I'm going to say tomato. It depends. But you put the tomatoes inside so that it will just. The tomatoes was nice. The onion was some way. The oil is neither good nor bad. But now you put in the pepper, which is something you don't enjoy. But he's still mixing it. He's still mixing it. Individually, some are good, some are bad. But he's still mixing it. Then he comes and he puts in the garlic. And then now, finally, he's coming to put on in the fish or whatever. And then he begins to stare and gives himself ten minutes. By the time it's done, and you taste the thing. Oh! Oh! 
Father, those who are clapping, surprise them today. Amen. And then somebody looks at your life and says that, hey, when you Life is good for you. What the person doesn't know is that you are a mixture of good and bad. That the one who alone can put together has put together. This morning I'm encouraging you. The Lord is the only one who is able to put the pepper and the tomatoes and everything of your life together and bring something good out of it. And that's what he was saying in Romans chapter 8 verse 28. So let's go back. All things. He said that for we know. And he's talking, Paul is talking confidently. For we know that all things work. Tomatoes, pepper, onion, oil, all things work together for good. It comes out with a nice taste. To who? To them that love God, not to Christians. So you can be a Christian, but this does not work for you and will not work for you and cannot work for you and might not work for you. Because you don't love God. And that's why a lot of people are being a Christian for a while, but they have questions. Because you can be a Christian but you don't love God. The scripture we read in Deuteronomy said, love the Lord your God with all your heart. Most of you, you love God but with a small part of your heart. You love that girl more than God. You love that boy more than God. You love your money, your job more than God. You love your children more than God. You love your dad and your mom more than God. It's like you can put God aside just for the sake of your job. For your job. Because of your job, you can just sacrifice church and go to your whatever. You don't love God. don't love God, all things won't work together for your good. There's no way in the Bible that says that some things will work together for your good. All things work together for good to them that love God. And that's why you must know what it means to love God because that is what will set you on that road. Me, I love God. Me, Chris, I love God. So when bad things happen to me, I thank God because I know that it is going to work. Hey, at the bonnet to me, think about anything, including accidents. Anything. I mean, I've gone through a lot of things. But I'm around. And I'm a happy boy. All things that work together for my good. Because the God that I serve, I have loved him and I love him. With my all. And so I would always refer to God. God, this is what you have said. Oh. So even as I'm going through, my, my father died when I was 15 years old. And I was already born again. But I didn't know the scripture. I started asking God, why are you doing that to me? I they bore you, pa. My mother is also dead. My 40th birthday, which is about 8 years ago. I was, my mother died suddenly. I said, why? God, why? Are you bringing so painful things to me? But, through it all, I have seen God 
making all things work together for my good. All things are working together for my good. Thank God. It will work together for your good. Thank God. It will work together for your good. Thank God. It will work together. Am I talking to somebody? It will work together for your good. If you love him. If you love him. You have bought a nice dress. You want to wear for a wedding. Last minute. And then you, if you were to iron, it would bend. But you gave it to your somebody close to you. And the person just... Ooh. I know somebody it happened to. He bought the thing expensive. She said she won't go to the wedding. I said, no. Just look for something and cover that part. And let's go and be happy. Don't let it... No, don't change your face. Be happy. Because it worked together for your good. And it did work together for her good. Bishop, how did it work together for your good? The how is the problem. That's why it's not everything that is for us. How God does his things. You have no idea. Won't you find your main shop box? When you're coping, you'll be Even if a form must open for whatever to happen to happen, He will. God is able to cause animals to provide. That's the God we serve. I will, I will make a mistake to stand here and say that this is how God will do it for you. This, I don't know. But He, he, he said it. He will. So today, the message is supposed to make us love God with all our heart. Don't let anybody take the place of God in your heart. Which most of us have. Some of us, there are some things that are sitting in the place where God must sit. And he's not happy. I, I choose to use this as an example. Look at here. From here, from here. Up to here. Assume it is your heart. God says that love the Lord your God with all your heart. All must be for God. But what it is is that most of us, we are loving God with here and here. And this side and this side, we are giving it to Job and some girl or some boy. Or your husband or your wife. Or your children. So God is occupying here and some other things in your life are also occupying the rest. And God says, no. I want all to be mine and all the other people who must love you or you must love must be behind it. Behind it, she said, your job should not take the place of God. If it comes to worst situation and then job and God, choose God. If it comes to worst situation, your husband or your wife and God, choose God. But some of you up to now, you cannot choose God. You push God aside and say, I'll value this guy. I'll value this girl. I'll value my husband. I'll value my wife. I'll value my phone. I'll value my iPad. I value what I value more than God. And God says, no, you're making a mistake. So what does it mean to love God? 
Number one, I've started with the blessings of loving God. Now I'm telling you what it means to love God. Number one, according to God, John chapter 14, verse 21, and I'm about to close. It's a very short message. John chapter 14, verse 21. Bible says that he that hath my commandments and keepeth them. Take note, this scripture is not saying he that hath my words. Because, like, this is John 14. In John chapter 8, verse 31, I want to show something. John 8, 31 and 32. Then said Jesus to those Jews which believed on him, if you continue in my word, so if you want to talk about the word, he would have used the word. If you continue in my word, then are ye my disciples indeed. And verse 32 then, and ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. He's not talking about the word. He said that in John chapter 14, verse 21, he's talking about my commandments. John 14, 21. He says that he that has my commandment, the commandments are actually rima. The commandments are based on the word. The commandments are things that God will tell you. That you, this is what I'm telling you to do. The word of God, we must obey fully. But God gives us commandments. Which will not contradict the word. To the point where he can tell you what you should do. Which your next brother may not be hearing that. So to you, it is your commandments. So he says that he that hath my commandments, that means that you can be around, you have the word of God, but you don't have commandments for yourself. That's why we must have quiet time. That's why you must know God for yourself. This ministry is being led by somebody who receives commandments from God and he, he keeps it. The prophet himself, look, when God told him that he should start flow, there was nothing like coronavirus. But he received that commandment and kept it. Little did he know that it was going to save his ministry. But that was a sign of somebody who loved God. Because he could have easily not obeyed due to some people's excuses or whatever. If I'm talking to you, will you say amen? God is saying that he it is that loveth me. This is Jesus speaking. So when you have God's commandments towards you and you keep it, you obey it, you love him. He said that because you love him, then the Father will love you, then Jesus will love you, and he'll manifest himself to you. So the first thing to show that you love God is that you have his commandments. Then out of the word, then he gives you your commandment. The commandment is almost like the same as the truth. Because it's the truth that leads you and sets you free. So me as I stand here, I have commandments. Commandments on how to lead the church. Recently, I received a commandment to emphasize on young people being pastors in this church. That's a commandment. And I'm keeping it. If I keep it, 
based on the commandment I've received, then I am loving God. Some of you, God will give you a commandment that take care of this person. Take care of his school fees till he finishes school. It's your commandment. And that's the problem because some of us, we share the commandments with people who discourage you. If before HYP, honor your prophet, the Lord gave you a commandment maybe around July that try and then get this amount and sow as a seed into the prophet's life. That was the commandment. But by the time it was getting there, Sikasem was a problem. And you didn't keep it. If you didn't keep it, you have not shown God love. Because he gave you a commandment. So that's the first sign of showing God love. Number two, how do you show God love? This morning as I was sharing this same message but a little bit twisted because I gave them jollof and now I'm giving fried rice. But they are all rice. <laughs> I said, and I'm saying it again. Have you noticed that? Conrad, have you noticed that? Eh? Eh? Peter, Peter, have you noticed that? If you really love somebody, you do everything for the person. Willing to do everything for the person. In John chapter 3, verse 16, which is a scripture everybody must know. The Bible says that for God so loved the world that he gave. God wanted us to know what it means to him when he loves. And he said that for me, what it means to me when I love is I give. Sometimes the mistake that people make in showing in trying to show people love is they they give what they think the person likes. Like if you come to me and say, Bishop, I have bought you Don Simon. And it's expensive. I would say thank you. But maybe I don't like Don Simon. So you think that, oh, I have bought Don Simon for Bishop. How many? Six in a pack. But I gave it to some people who like it and they drank. So your giving has not really done much to me. But assuming you were able to get information, either from me directly or from people who are close to me, they would have told you that, oh, this particular drink is what Bishop likes. And I'll say it. And then you get that drink. You realize that when it comes to me, I would, I would, I would enjoy it because, like, you have touched what I like. What I'm saying is that sometimes 
people make a lot of mistakes thinking that this is how they are showing love to somebody. Whereas the person was not impressed. One day, presiding bishop said something ahead. He said that his, his pastors, those days, many years ago, I think it was his birthday, and they wanted to buy something for him. And then, they went to buy Monopoly. Those who know Monopoly. It's a game. And when they brought it, they were happy. They thought they had, But he was not impressed at all. Because, though he... No, he said they, they bought something. They bought something, actually. They bought something. But he wanted Monopoly. <laughs> and he wasn't impressed with what they bought. But they thought they had put their money together. And then, when I heard, I said, you sure? That is the situation. Me too. I have seen several times when people have bought things for me. And I didn't like. Because if they had asked him, he would have said that, look, Charlie, buy me this one because this is what I need now so that I can, I can play with my children at home. But we don't do that. It is that same behavior we take to God. We try to tell God that, God, we know that this is how you would want us to love you. So some of you, you think that oh, if you come to church um, every Sunday, you love God. But God is not impressed with your coming to church per se on Sunday. He's not really impressed. Some of you think that, oh, when you come to church and then you sow a seed once in a while, it's like then you love God. But we need to find out what God sees as love to him. Very important. And yes, Abba Boka, you get to heaven. That's why Jesus said on that day, people will say, but I did this in your name. I did this in your name. I did this in your name. And he said, look, I know you not. I don't know you. Because there was nothing between you and me. You didn't show love. And most people are in the church. So when he said that for God so loved the world that he gave, he was actually showing us how his mind works. He God, his mind works when he when he's showing love. If you look at me, Bishop, Chris, maybe where I'm sitting, you are shy of me. Maybe the, my birthday is approaching. You want to give me something. You start thinking, who can I talk to? Okay, let me talk to Reverend Amma. Reverend Amma, what do you think Bishop will need? Yes. Do you have an idea? No, Bishop. Sobolo. No. Reverend Gabi. They are all close people. What do you think Bishop needs? I think Bishop will need a watch. A watch? Is it a black watch or gold watch or? A golden one. A golden one. Because he has seen me wear a golden watch. So he's saying that he thinks that Bishop will like a golden one. People who are close to me. What Abla, you sing. What what do you think? Um a car, a four wheel drive. A four wheel drive? But if the person, how many people can buy four wheel drive for me? Hmm. What do you think, Mrs. Gabby? You also do things around me. What do you. Mercy. <laughs> Mercy. So, all these people are trying, they are not saying. 
Okay, so the daughter is here. Let's ask the daughter. What do you think? You're, can, we want to do something for your dad. Do you have an idea? Maybe iPad. Maybe iPad. But the daddy, your daddy has been using... Why, is this somebody's borrowed iPad or something? I don't know. So, they come and ask the wife. That, do you think that you can tell us what bishop means? At least I'm sure what she will say will be a little bit closer. But there are times the, the wife also misses it. For who drive? Not bad, but I mean, what is so tough for who drive? Eh? Eh? for ministry. Look, the right person to ask is me. So now, what you have to do is to find a way of getting to me. That how can I confidently get to Bishop? Or how can one of these people talk to Bishop to tell them what he would want? Then maybe you come and then you talk to me and say, Oh, eh, I think what I would want you to do is to be able to sort out this ceiling for the church. When you have this done, you have done it for me. Which is not any of the things they have said. But I've shown you what if you do, you have shown me love in this season. And what I'm saying applies to you. It applies to you. Somebody must talk to you to know what you want. That is why a lot of husbands don't understand their wives and wives don't understand their husbands. Because sometimes you think that you're showing your wife love by giving her chop money, by having sex with her. Your wife doesn't enjoy the sex. Sex is not love to her. Maybe what your wife means is time. It's maybe what your wife means is to talk gently with her. You two wives, maybe you think that oh, your 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 love to your husband is to cook food. Cook food. Cook food. A lot of husbands don't. When it was in the beginning that they say, oh, I'm enjoying this food, but after one year, two years, three years, the food is not part of the thing. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Maybe, maybe what the husband means is for you to call him my king. Ash. Ash. <laughs> my king. My king. Something to do him. Those who are not happy are young people. <laughs> they himself comes. Because you see, I'm saying this because most marriages as they they how many kukawong? So he says, "Oh, a wedding is your connect to a wedding." Wife talk to husband, husband talk to wife. Any just like so, you wonder, am I really making my husband happy? Am I showing him love? Is he showing me love? So ask him, ask her, what is love to you in this season? And she will tell you that love is not insulting me. Love is not this. Love is that. Love is that. Love is that. If you are a beloved, you must ask her. You think that when you are sitting in a car, you open the door, it's love. But the guy doesn't see it that way. The guy doesn't see it that way. So, God wants to show you what he sees as love. That's why I say that, for me, God... One of the ways I see love 
is to have my commandments and keep it. Number two, one of the ways to see my love is what I will do. He said, what I'll do is that God loves, he gives. So if you want to show God love, then you to do it the same way. Be a giver. So give to God. For God so loved the world that he gave. Usu donyame. You must be somebody who is willing to give. Give what? Two things and I'm closed. Number one, what do you give to God? You, what can you give to God? What can I give to God that will touch him? Number one, God says that, look, what I need from you first is your heart, your soul, and your mind. All. For God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten son. God also expects you, if you love him, to give your only, your heart, your heart, your heart, your soul, your mind. Your mind has to do with your physical body. God wants me to give my whole self to him. That's why Abla was singing, I give myself away so you can use me. That's why those who have given their life to Christ is your first step of your love to God. Then sign. I saw Koso. Koso do wakuma manyamiya. Akasa wodo kras Okra has to do with the way you think. Your thinking must be to God. Your emotions must be to God. You must fall in love with God. With your emotions. Your body must be to God. You must give your body to God. You must give your strength to God. That is what you mean to give yourself to God. And you can walk in different levels of love. So some of us, we are at 10%, 20%. You are giving by 10%. It is that commensurate blessing that you get from God. Some have given 90%. So they are at very high level. Levels. So they are very, just 1%. Some have given 100%. Me, as I stand here, I have not given 100%, but I have given higher than most of you. How many can sacrifice your profession? How many will be willing to sacrifice and go to a country that you don't know of and just go and suffer? Do you know the sufferings I've been through? I don't share my things. One day I remember I was from a crusade and it was the early days in Uganda. And I was going home. And then around 11 something, alone. And then I saw somebody coming. And then the person was coming closer. And it's like, he's coming to meet me. I said, ah. So I just moved on the side. When I moved, now I fell into a toilet water pit. I fell, my, all my legs and my here in a toilet. And when I turned, I didn't see anybody. Hey, as the person was coming, and I was trying to dodge. A car was also coming and it threw the light. So I just did this and I was in the thing. When I came out, I, really, I was crying like a baby. I said, why? Because there were a lot of problems that were hitting at me. Ah, just to discourage me. That's been my life. Many things frustrate me. Many things 
constant. You too, maybe things are for that. You see, the fact that you still say, I thank you, Lord. I know you are with me. You keep doing it. God knows that this person has given his heart to me. Can you sacrifice? Can you go to one of the nations that, out of the 190 nations we are looking at, can you go? Some of you, you can't. If you shepherd, because you don't want to be a shepherd. That's why all things are not working together for your good. Because your love is low. There's a point where fuel can be in a car but it will not move. Because it is below. There's something but it will move because as well as the powerful cars. It can be somewhere. It was a fuel room but it will move in. Because until it moves up, it will move. Sometimes I don't know. I said, I can cry. But it's a thing. I'm going to move it. I'm going to move it. I'm going to move it. It's a thing. It's a thing. So increase your don't know. I said, I'm going to move it. I said, I'm going to move it. Yes. That is why our prophet, he has given, if you look at it, look, how many of us can? And you see, you know, when you touch somebody who is precious to a great person, what touch you, you know? Anybody who touched Jesus, God had to deal with the person. Anybody who touches a great man's precious one, you have touched the great man. If you touch Prophet Dag, who is someone who has sacrificed a lot just to love God. You have touched God. In those days, the early church, they sacrificed a lot. They loved God so much. So when Apostle Paul, before he became Paul, he was Saul. He was moving around, accusing and then killing people like Stephen and all that. Jesus said, look at this guy. So one day, after he had killed Stephen, in Acts chapter 7, last verse, and moved to chapter 8, he began to move house to house, looking for people to kill. Bible says that God made a meeting in heaven and Jesus came down and hit him with blindness. And then he said, the new friend was say, look at the, the, what he said. He said, Lord, that's all in his blindness. It occurred to him that it had to do with the Lord. He said, Lord. And the Lord had to ask him, what are you doing? You cannot kick against the prick. What are you doing? You are touching my precious one. Someone who loves me. The church that loves me. You are touching it. I'll deal with you. When you love God, you become precious in his sight. You are the apple of his eye. You see, so Paul was teaching. In Romans chapter 8 verse 28, he said that all things work together for your good. And he continued. And he said verse 29, look at it. I want you to see this because it's very important. 
and for whom he did for new, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might by the firstborn among many brethren. Verse 30. Moreover, whom he did predestinate, them he also called. And whom he called, them he also justified. Whom he justified, them he also glorified. Now look at verse 31. And he said, that, What shall we then say to these things? If God be for those who love him, who can be against those who love him? That is why I want you to know that as you give to him, you are precious. Hey. Let me tell you, love God and if you want to call it, forget everything and for everybody. You are safe. For God so loved the world that he gave. So give of yourself. And then number two, final thing that I'm saying tonight, this morning, is give of your substance. Give your substance. Because you see, the reason is that the substance is a reflection of what is in your heart. Help me. The substance is a reflection of what is in your heart. You move The value is the money or the things you have. It's when I give you my money, I've given you my sweat. Either sweat through job that I've done, or sweat through relationship that I've done, or, or I've entered into, or sweat through a transaction that I've engaged myself in, whether it is a cordial or a working transaction, something that I have exchanged for, and I've gotten it, my reward as whatever, I am giving it to you. It is my sweat. It is my something that is valuable. That is why a lot of people don't easily give substance. We are good at talking. So you prove your love by the thing you can easily let go. Physically, substantially, substance. Honor the Lord with your substance. Proverbs 3.9 He said that I want to see your honor or your love for me with your substance. That is why Mary Magdalene is separate. It's different from most of us. Because Mary Magdalene wanted to show that he loved Jesus. What did she do? She just took her only precious, which was the alabaster box of ointment. Bible said that it was expensive. Am I talking to God's people? Bible said it was expensive. And he didn't, she didn't come and say, Oh, I'm pouring one small on Jesus. Jesus, let me pour some on you. Jesus, tomorrow I come and pour another one. Thought, thought. No. She just came and then. I bet sign, son. Jesus. We would have thought, said they love Jesus. Some of them started complaining. You show your love for God by what you are able to give physically. That is why everybody here, I'm challenging you this morning. Do you think you love God? Check it by your tithe. By your tithe. If God gives you 100 Ghana and you are faithful in giving 10 Ghana, then your, your love when it comes to giving, what, what passes? So, when you give 10 Ghana out of your 100 Ghana, you are failing. 
So you'll be crying, you know, how they cannot be called 50 50. Oh dear, what prove you love and beyond? Because the more you can give something that is precious to you, the more you are proving to God that you love Him. Hey, Obi Adoni you will want to do anything for the person. Some people have got it to a point where, at least I've heard, Dan Gote also said it. Dan Gote, Nigerian, rich man. He is the richest in Nigeria. He gives far more than 50% of it, of it whatever, as his tithe. There are people who operate at that level because they believe that, look, it is God who has made me. Can you get there? Where you give more than tithe because you love God so much. The tithe is one of the ways to prove your love. And then, apart from tithe, your offering. Offerings are different from tithe. So, you always want to share with him. You always want to share and give something to God. How do you do that? Because we can't see God. Melissa, can you see God? We can't see God. We can't see God. But we know that God has representatives. This church is for God. It is not for a human being. This church is for God. Me, I am God's servant. I am representing God. Everything here is for God. You can't tell me that Reverend Gabby owns this bookshelf. Reverend Man owns the flower. Happy Grace owns this one. I saw from a chair. No, it's not like that. It is not true. It is not anywhere. It is for the church. The church is for all of us. This is God's church. This is God's church. If you love God, you will be concerned about anything to do with God. When you come to church, even the way the arrangement is, it is God's church. You, if you love God, you always want to think about, hey, me first day I do a sorry her before I even entered into Sunday. I came around and looked at the ceiling. And I said, Lord, hey, I wish I had money personally, but you know I don't have yet. Lord, help me to talk to the people in the church who can do something. We've been talking about it. But some of you can easily do it too. But you have not thought of it. Look at the money that you have in your account. Look at the dollars you have that you are hidden. Don't look at me like that. Even your Momo account, look at the money on. So what are you trying to say? I'm trying to say that if you love God, you will start doing some things for his church. That will make him feel it. As your expression of your love. Hey, I expect this church, as I'm teaching this, I expect some of you to start saying, Bishop, we want to buy more microphones. You see how they change microphone? One person change, and then we should have several microphones. You, me, listen. I don't have to go and ask how much microphone is. You have to go and ask microphone. Because you love God. Say, hey, Okay, I want to tell Bishop that I want to buy a microphone for the church. Why not? The church I used to come from order. You it's not a big church like this. But you see people who would because we taught, we taught them they would do things. There was a lady who would just 
I'll be there now, then she'll buy tambourines for the church. I'll be there now, she'll buy microphones. She'll buy. It's like she just wanted to do anything that is not working in the church. Do it. That's what we should do in the church. If you love God, do the things that make Him happy. That is love. Look, when, we, when the people are singing here, they don't hear themselves because we don't have monitors. I'm saying it into the screen. If you are watching me, you can show into the church. Monitors. We need to have monitors. That when you are, we are, we are we, on the stage, you can hear yourself. Go and buy it and bring it to the church. Do you know why the, the dancing stars cannot wear socks? Recently, I was talking to their leader. He said, if they wear socks, the, the stage, they'll fall. Because it would have been nice. So if you want to learn to dance there, there's something you must do. We say we love God. Obi Adon will invest in the person. Hey, if you love somebody, you would want to do anything for the person. That's how love is. Oh, it's not true. Am I talking to people who are real? Which we bought with and crap for the sake of the person. He been told that who knew. Hey, every mama do our own. So me tisse bibini ya do coprisian. I will do everything if you have to sell my car, I'll sell. Which we do. So we must all love God and love Him and show Him that Lord, we love you with our all. And then all the blessings that He shared with us will begin to see it. Eye has not seen, nor ear heard, neither has it entered into the heart of man the things that God has prepared for those that love Him. All things will now begin to work for your good. You can be a Christian, but you don't love God. But today, God wants you to be a Christian who loves God so that you can see all these things work together for your good. Why don't you clap for Jesus? Rise to your feet. Please. Lift up your hands to the Lord. And just for two minutes, you want to say, Lord, thank you for your word. I pray that you help me to love you. Can I hear you lift up your voice and pray? Pray. As we close, we are closing, we are saying, Lord, Help me to love you. Help me to love you. Help me to love you. Most of you have shown God love this morning. It was raining, but you decided to come to church. That's good. But keep it up. Don't let anything separate you from the love. Romans chapter 8, Paul was just talking about love, love, love. Look at Romans chapter 8 verse 35. This is what the Bible is saying. I'm closing. I've actually closed, but it's very important. Look at it. He said, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation? Happy Dora, shall tribulation? Or distress? Or persecution? Or famine? Or nakedness? Or peril? Or sword? These are all questions. Next verse. And he says that, as it is written, for thy sake, we are killed all the day long. We are counted as sheep for the... I couldn't have time to explain it, but that is what should be said of us. For your sake, I am killed. For your sake, I love you so much that... Jesus loved us so much that he was killed for us. What can we do? If we say we love him, there will be some painful things we have to go through for his sake. And then look at it, verse 37. 
And he says, no, in all these things, in all the things we are going through, we are more than conquerors. May you be more than a conqueror. He said that through him that loved us. Next verse, verse 38. And Bible says that, for I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come. Verse 39, which is the last verse, nor height, nor death. Nor height means that even in an aeroplane, nor death means that you are under there, nor any as a minor, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Clap for Jesus. Nothing will separate you from the love of God. Even our ears should not separate you from the love of God. Even a warrior should not separate you from the love of God. Men do cruising and coupon. And yes, I'll be divorcing. Men no hearing and sing and coupon. And yes, I'll be wager. Men no ma and sing and coupon. And yes, I'll be abayabo down for. I can prove to you, I'm a man of God, a prophet. A lot of bad things that happen to you because people exchange God's love for other things. You love the guy so much that God had to come in. Look, when the people started misbehaving in their position, their eye, their eye, your eye must be here, shouldn't be here. When you put your eye here, you become a strange being. When they began to position God's love at the wrong place and put somebody's love in God's place, God said, hey! I got to come into this situation and fight it. God is a jealous God when you replace his love with somebody's. He comes for that thing. He will make sure that that thing won't work. Because he's a jealous God. Sorry. Love him with all your heart. Hey, always want to come to church. Spend time with him. Spend time with God. It comes naturally. You don't have to be told. Naturally. I want to hear God. I want to talk to God. I want God to speak to me. I want to love God. I want to... Hey... And that's what one minute I want you to pray that God help me to love you. Lift up your hand and say, Lord, help me to love you. As a church, we are going to love him. We are going to love him with our all. We'll love him with our money. We'll love him with our substance. We'll love him with our heart. We'll love him with our soul. We'll love him with our mind. We'll love him. We will tell God, look, we love you and show it evidently in the name of Jesus. We will love him. We'll love him with our singing. We'll love him with our talent. We'll love him with our gifting. We'll love him with our all. We'll love you with our handsomeness, with our beauty, with our hair. Mary Magdalene loved God with his alabaster box of ointment and with her hair. May we love God with our all. May we love God with our profession. You are talented in something. Don't hide it from God. Use it for his glory. Tell God that God, you can use anything, Lord. You can use me. I want to love you. I want to love you. I want to love you. I tell you, if that is what you came to church to hear today, that is the prophecy for you. God wants you to love him. He wants you to love him. Lift up your hands to the Lord. Lord, help me. Oh, Namah. 
Lift up your hands to the Lord, everybody. Just receive a blessing. As we are closing, this is what we want to tell Jesus. Sing it to the Lord. waiting for your love. Lord, we love you. Lord, we make a covenant with you today. We love you with our time. We love you with our offerings. We love you with our talents. We love you with our hearts, our soul, and our minds. Sing it again.
protected in his hands. I feel protected in his arms, in his arms. Never disconnected, never disconnected in his arms. Oh, I feel protected. There's no place I'd rather rather be every eye closed this morning God wants me to tell you that he loves you and he wants the same love from you a similar love it can be painful it can be very very painful like you're giving your all and the person is giving part that's how sometimes God feels. I want to say, God, we want to do it better. Some of you, you can't even start it because the first way is to accept Him as your Lord and Savior. Somebody invited you to church. Maybe somebody asked you to watch, but deep down in your heart, you know that you are not in a relationship with the Lord, which is what we call born again. You are not born again. My brother, my sister, that's your first step. You want to say, Lord, I want to love you by giving myself to you. If you are like that, I want to pray a simple prayer with you. God bless you. Lift it up high. Lift it up high. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Don't be shy. Lift it up high. Through this prayer, you now have a relationship with Him. You want to say, Pastor, I am ready to pray. Those who have lifted your hand, I want you to do one more thing for me. Please come to me right here. Bra, 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 bra. Bra, 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 no bet you won't. Bra, 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 bra. Bra, 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 no bet you won't. Oh. Yeah, oh, if you are watching us, I want you to pray this prayer with us. All those who are standing here, I want you to know that you are precious to God. And say this prayer, meaning it in your heart. And through this prayer, God will also receive you. And you become lovers. Say this after me. Say, Lord Jesus. And I want the whole church to please join. Say, Lord Jesus, please forgive me of all my sins. I confess you as my Savior, my Lord and my Master. Lord Jesus, please come into my heart and be the Lord of my life. Please write my name. My name is, mention your name. My name is Christian Quinstenado. Say it. Please write this name in the book of life. From today, 
I am born again. I will serve you all the days of my life. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Thank you, Father, for receiving me. Satan, listen to me. I will no longer serve you. I will no longer follow you. Jesus has set me free. And I'm free indeed. Thank you, Father, for hearing my prayer. In Jesus' name. Amen. Father, I pray for these wonderful young men, God, young women. I pray that you bless them. Help them to be rooted and grounded in you. In Jesus' name. Amen. I believe you've been blessed for listening to this powerful message. For prayers and counseling, contact the following numbers 0273 240 Just like